Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can set foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are going to figure out what is the last fairy tale that's going to make it to the final four of best fairy tales of all time. That's all time. Well, actually, all the fairy tales seem to come out of the same time. Is anyone yeah. out there? Do we have anyone on the grind writing these new fairy tales, these new sweet ass fairy tales? See, that's what like is a bummer, I feel like, about like modern day and how you can have everything and anything whenever you want. You just didn't have like, hey man, our society has 16 stories and this dude put them all together. Or these two dudes, well, Grimm and then Hans, Hans Christian Anderson took yeah. it upon themselves to just go grab all the stories and they're like, these are all of them. Here are <laughs> this is all of the stories we have. And these are the ones you can tell. We'll write them in a book. And now it's just I can like find, I could go find 16 fan fictions about each one of these stories. Right. Like, and so there's just too much now. Like the burden of choice is what's so terrible about society now that it's like, man, wouldn't it be dope just to be like, no, there's 16 stories. That's it. Yeah. We only have 16. And if you write a new one, you go straight to jail. Yeah. Like, why? Why would you? It's not going to be as good as any of these ones. So stop. These are the best ones. We figured it out already. I, yeah, I don't know what people are doing right now with like a modern fairy tale. Yeah, I I couldn't imagine one. Is there any people seem like, crazy about this Encanto? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I want to get. I got to get on that. Do you think Pixar like movies are kind of our modern fairy tales? Is that what we do? They count? I don't uh, know what definite what requires to be a fairy tale. See, this is not. I looked. I typed in modern fairy tales. And this, all I'm seeing right here is Interstellar Cinderella, which doesn't seem like a new fairy tale. It seems like Cinderella in space, Goldilocks <laughs> and the Three Pandas. Okay, dog. Probably really gonna be racist. This feels like bit there. Yeah, absolutely. And then what else we got? We got Princess and the Pig, Ninja Red Riding Hood. Okay, I am interested in that one. Oh, hey, look, <laughs> Three Little Fish and the Big Bad Shark. That's the book you were talking about. That might have been. Is Hawaiian? Is a, is the shark have a lay on him? It doesn't say. Oh, okay. It's oh, you're just, just looking at titles. Title. Okay. That might've been the one anyway. Yeah. It's I, it, yeah, I, I don't know what would qualify, but either way, we're going to talk about these ones. So we got here in group D got the three seed, the ugly duckling going up against the 14 seed, the snow queen. And then we got the six seed Goldilocks and the three bears going up against the 11 seed princess in the P Cody, which one do you want to start with? We'll start with ugly duckling and snow queen, snow queen. I will give a brief synopsis. It is basically the movie frozen. But in the Snow Queen, instead of Elsa being the person who's kidnapped and also the Snow Queen, there's a Snow Queen who kidnaps a kid. So there it is. Elsa just plays both parts in this one. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And traps an entire town. I hope in she's ice. getting the bag. They better be paying her for that too, because that is in the original script. That is two parts. Yeah. You so should be paid for two. Right. I here's the thing about Ugly Duckling is like I know it's a story of hope for many people in life, right? It's a story of puberty. Like, let's be honest. It's the story of puberty. But what there's nothing worse than if someone is like talking to you and they're like, well, maybe you're just an ugly duckling, but you know, you'll grow into a beautiful swan. You're like, bitch, I didn't need you to tell me I was ugly. Fuck. (laughs) Like, damn. When your grandma's like, oh, you'll grow up and grow into it. Grow into what? Or they they may not call you an ugly duckling, but they're like, you'll become a a swan eventually. You're like, bitch, what am I now then? (laughs) Oh, am I an ugly duckling? Go fuck yourself. 
how dare you talk to me like that? Like, and then there's the there's the curse of people who just are ugly people, and that's fine. You're allowed to not. You don't have to be a swan, dog. And beauty, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Let's be very clear about that. You know, there's a lot of people. Everyone's got something different that tickles their fancy, and yeah. that's what's beautiful about the world. You're not. You, you're just because you're not beautiful to everyone. You're beautiful to someone. I promise. I guarantee you that your gear score on World of Warcraft is attractive to someone. Yeah. People just got to find them. People eat that shit up, man. So it's like I ugly duckling is I mean, also too. talk about some fake ass friends. (laughs) Yo, you wasn't down when I was ugly. But now that now that you want a piece of this. Fuck you, dude. Like, I don't understand. It just feels like the moral of the story is like, hey, man, you'll get hot eventually. <laughs> and I don't really know beyond that. What's the point? The moral like, story is hit the gym, bro. This is the gym fuck. story. Get it doesn't yoked out of your mind. My understanding is you're going to be ugly. You might as well be fucking jacked. That's very true. John Silver is proven <laughs> that every day. Anyway, I, the thing about the ugly duckling, too, is like I'm you know, I really am struggling you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, we've talked about so far in every one of these groups, kind of like how much we know about the story and that some, you know, there's a little more depth than others. What is the point? It really is like duck was ugly. People made fun of him. Then one day shows up. It's like, bitch, I'm a swan. And that the end of the story, like, I don't really (laughs) under, what am I missing in the middle here? Cause it definitely wasn't like, Hey, ugly duckling, maybe get some personality traits, learn a craft, learn a skill, something else that would make you interesting. It really is just like, just wait to get hot. Just wait to get hot. Just I wait mean, to get hot. Yeah, I got. I don't know what else to talk about with it. I That's really a, like, the goal. The Snow Queen. I mean, at least the, the actual synopsis of the Wikipedia story is wild. The fairy tale <laughs> is long, and it's got a lot of stuff going on. Nick, do not look it up. It is so long. No, I'm not. I actually am gonna. I do want to see just because I feel like I want to see the Ugly Ducklings Wikipedia to be like Duck was ugly, then it got hot. Like plot. Duck it was is ugly. short. It is, it is longer than I thought it would be. It's three paragraphs, but considering how long some of these other ones have been as we've like pulled them up, this is pretty fucking short. And there's no, okay, let's talk about Snow Queen superpowers. Now we're finally getting into actual magical power. Right. I mean, that's pretty fucking radical, right? Yeah. Imagine you have the ability of ice and like, and snow. I mean, here's the thing though. Is there a world? where you aren't a villain if you have snow and ice powers? Because, like, no one likes to be cold. Like, let's no. be honest. No one, I mean, sure, is it fun on like, a, on, like, a summer day for you to be able to, like, put make some snow cones with your hands? I'm sure people eat it up, you know? But, like, at the end of the day... Yeah, you. what are you going to do? You're going to do bit comedy, or are you going to become a supervillain? Right, like, because if you can freeze things, generally speaking, that means things have to get cold, and everyone's going to be bummed by it. Exactly. Like I don't, because if your power, most of the time, if we're just going to talk superpowers here is that if you control ice, it means that you're taking the water out of the air and you're freezing it. You're super freezing it to then utilize in your own way, which makes everything around you colder. Not a fun person to be around. Like I said, there's some fun party tricks for mm-hmm. sure. But at the end of the day, you're destined for villainy. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. Like it depends on how you look at it. I mean, when she ran up into the woods and frozen and made that ice palace, I was like, that's pretty lit. I mean, ice palace is fucking fucking radical. And you never have to worry about repairs or fixing anything. Just make a new wall. Can we ask the hard questions about ice castle? Yes. So you have ice castle. Okay. But you wear normal human shoes, right? Yeah. You slip and fall on ice castle, even though you control ice. Well, she did make ice dress. So maybe she have ice shoes too. And okay. Ice is, but ice on ice ain't like, 
It's not like all of a sudden it's Velcro. Can you, if you control ice, still slip and fall on your ass? And then at that point, do you, do you just embarrass yourself? Or are you just like, yeah, I think so. Also, I'm imagining because she was like, what is she? Maybe 100 pounds. She's a small girl, right? So she can create ice. But what if there's, she's in her ice palace and she decides she wants this one wall demoed? She can't destroy ice. So she's in here with a sledgehammer that she can like just wailing on this wall, trying to break this ice wall down. That doesn't seem right. Uh, yeah, I don't. This is, do this you is let interesting. The whole, so if you want to remodel, do you let the whole place melt to the ground and then bring it back up? I think you have to. Do you not also, if you're an ice queen, do you not like heat at all? Like, would you be bummed in a sauna? Yeah, right. It doesn't hurt her, does it? It do- I can't imagine it hurts you. It's not like heats your, and it's not, I mean, like naturally, like you're the, the hero that you're fighting against would be someone with like firepower, but that's only because they can melt your shit. I doubt do it's because think- you don't like what hot, do you warm think temperature. Elsa's temperature is right now? What does she keep her thermostat at? No, like her, if I scanned her head. I don't know. I mean, I would assume you're still a person. Body's got to burn, you know, 98 degrees is what we rolling with. Maybe she's like a 96. (laughs) Just two degree difference. Two degrees killed the dinosaurs, Nick. Yeah, they were bitches. (laughs) I've said that. I've said that from day one. When all these kids are starting to get into dinosaurs. And then I was like, man, I don't know. They seem like bitches. And then someone was like, yeah, it got a little cold and they died. I was like, dude, I was, it was weird. We were in this class and it, the teacher's like, everyone, what's your favorite dinosaur? And I was like, Tyrannosaurus, Stegosaurus. I like Triceratops. And Nick's like, you ever heard of a bitchosaurus? That's what they all are. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this fourth grader is cold. Dropped that mic, walked out, went straight to the principal's office because I knew. I knew what was going to happen. But I'm out here like, yo, dog, if it gets colder, I put on a jacket. These dinosaurs <laughs> is stupid as fuck. Dinosaurs suck. Yeah, they do. There's, <laughs> no, I, I, I have to agree with that logic. Although it would be cool to watch it. Can you imagine dinosaurs in those little sweaters like uh, greyhounds and shit wear? That'd be great. Nick, I see what you're doing. The duck is was ugly. Oh, this then story is fucking wall. <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand it's not good content for me to be stuck reading something, but this story is fucking stupid. <laughs> so here's the story of the ugly duckling as I've just read it via Wikipedia. I promise I'll be quick. If you guys so- are wondering why I vamped for 15 fucking minutes, it's because Nick couldn't stop reading the story. Duck, ugly. Born ugly. Everyone hates Duck. Then when Duck, when it's time for, because he's part of a family and it's like, hey, it's time to go south. Duck too dumb and ugly to fly. So he can't. So what happens? It gets cold. Duck. Then a kind farmer finds Duck and is like, Duck, you should live in my house. And then Duck's like, nah, I don't like your kids, fam. They're too loud. So then he lives to go in a cave during the winter. Basically almost dies, but grows up. Then makes the decision that I'd rather kill myself. I'd rather like, then he finds swans that come back from the summer or for the summer. And then he's like, even if they hate me and would rather kill me, it's better than living a life alone. And then steps out and they're like, damn, we fine as fuck. And then gets to live. I don't understand any part of this story and what the fucking message is. (laughs) What is the point of like, the duck wants to kill himself. Like all along the way, the duck should have just been like, hey man, these homies, this farmer seems cool and wants to help me. Maybe I should be friends with this, but he's just like, for the dumbest reason, your kids are too loud. The fuck does that have to do with your ugly ass? <laughs> I'm trying to help you, dog. It's cold out there. And then like, I, I feel like if I was the farmer, I'd be like, if he was like, hey, could you shut your kids up? I'd be like, get the, I mean, like, get the fuck out then, dog. I was trying to be nice to you. I was trying you to be ugly, a friend to you. Ugly ass bird. What is the lesson? Is it like, yo, hey, uh, like, even if you're ugly, don't accept help from people. <laughs> don't be, <laughs> don't accept kindness. 
What is the point of this story? I hate it's, this story. I'm going to wait, wait to get hot or kill yourself. And then once you're at that point where you decide that maybe life's not worth it, then maybe see if people think you're hot. Yep. There it is. And, and Or not let them kill you. It really does yeah. sound like high school. It really does sound like that summer of ninth grade when you come in and you're like, hope people think I'm hot. Yeah. Puberty was wild this summer. I hope people think I'm hot. I'm locking in snow queen too. It's got stuff going on. Ugly duckling is just. I'm not, I'm not here for it. Dog, I don't, I really, I really thought that, cause like we use it so much as a metaphor for people, but it is the dumbest fucking story. All right. So here next up, we have Goldilocks and the three bears going up against princess and the P why she got to go in these people's houses. Why does she <laughs> think she has the right? She's, I know, I know we're once again, these stories are over two centuries old, right? So, Hey, it's tough to talk about something new. Okay, folks. Sorry. I wish I wish we were more I wish we were more inventive and creative. But at the end of the day, it's kind of fucked up that this person just keeps going in people's houses and shitting on that house. Yeah, it's fucked up. She just breaks in there. If what the bears could have killed her, right? Do they kill her in the original story? They have to. They roll I in. really hope so. I really don't understand in what world if someone broke into your house, clearly ate some of your food, sleeping in your bed, I can't remember the other thing she did where she dunks on them, but it's like, Cheers, yeah, yeah, is like, and then you catch her there and you're just like, bitch, what? <laughs> she like wakes up and she's like, hmm, whose bed is this one? This is the nice bed. The other ones suck. Big, <laughs> I don't care about your opinions. Bitch, get out of my bed. Like, I. Okay, so, so if, okay. Well, now we get, we're pulling into double standards here, Nick, because if I roll into my house and there's someone asleep in my bed and I kill him and I'm in court and I'm telling them the story, they're like, why don't you just call the cops who were sleeping in your bed, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm in trouble. Because I, I escalated the situation when it wasn't necessary. I could have just had him arrested or something. Didn't have to. Kill. Sure. But a bear, if it's a bear's house, it's fine for the bear to do it. I mean, I feel like, you know, once again, have you ever seen the movie Grizzly Man, Cody? No. So Grizzly Man, famous documentary about a man who thinks he can live with bears and tragically learns he can't. Uh, <laughs> do you know how we view that man? As an idiot. As an idiot. I, you, it, you decided to go into a situation that was a very bad idea to begin with. No. I don't know if we know that she knows it's a bear's house. Like, I, mean, I don't know. Okay, here's the deal. If I rolled up to a house, one of my last guesses would be bear. That like, this home is owned by. This home is owned I'm by out in the bear. woods. I see a cabin. Woods. Yeah, I'm like, it's got a nice little cabin. It's got a, you know, door, windows, the whole thing going on. Porridge cooking on the stove. Like, yeah, bear is going to be one of the last things I pull. That's fair. That is fair. So when you wake <laughs> up and you are understandably shocked. Yeah, uh, there's like, a bear there. Yeah. And uh, I... How does, do you remember how Goldilocks ends? Besides like, obviously I do think in one version, she's got to get murdered. She's got to like, get God. In the story that we, like, that you get told as a kid though, is everyone just like chill with her? Like, are they like, is she just like, oh my God, I was walking in the woods. I was so scared, but now I'm hanging out with y'all. And that's pretty cool. Like, do they call her mom? Like, I don't does understand. They, does she move in? Is she a bear? Now, like an honorary bear, maybe they make your king. Like you are so brave to come into this. Where that's what it is. They are finally so proud that someone had the courage to come into the house, shit all over their furniture and beds, and eat their porridge and dump out the stuff they didn't like. That they admire that courage, so they make them queen of the bears. They're just like, wow, that you must be. This is like Karen well, training. This from, is what from this a little, uh, little, little peek behind a little peek here. You know, we're doing it. We were, uh, we still haven't recorded the final four for. Uh, Jim Carrey yet, but we have done some of our research and that's essentially the plot of Dumb and Dumber, which is they think them to be crazy, crazy, great assassins because of their tomfoolery. And so it feels like that's what you're implying about Goldilocks is that they're like, damn, no one would be this stupid. So you must be the greatest. Do you think people who re like real Karens 
read the Goldilocks and like, I don't see what she did wrong. She just, at, she, she made her demands known of what she did and didn't like, and then got what she wanted. Yeah. I don't, what is the value in her? Like, what are we supposed to learn from Goldilocks? Like, is it to like, don't accept and continue to find things that you prefer in life? Even if it means you are clearly stealing them. Yeah. I don't know what the lesson is for Goldilocks to break into houses that you don't know the owners of. And just hope <laughs> that you're hot enough that they won't care. <laughs> Like, it's a very confusing moral message that I'm getting. Well, what's the moral message of the princess and the pea? How important sleep is and getting no. a good mattress. Oh, well, yeah, you got to have a good mattress. But isn't the whole point is that she's like such a delicate flower that no matter what you do, it's never going to be comfortable enough? Yeah, that she always can feel the pea, that you can put a pea under her mattress and that she always feels it. Yeah. No matter how big and tall the mattress is. Yeah. yeah how does that one end? Die. Do they get her a good match? Does she get yeah. a Casper eventually? Or? The, I, I don't know if this is true, but my brain is telling me that the whole mattress mountain collapses and she dies. You're right. I think. Yeah. I think this is one of those where like the, the story is kind of like, Hey, don't be such a whiny little bitch. <laughs> yeah. Or just get the pee out of there. Yeah. Stop hey, stacking maybe, up these maybe, mattresses. Hey, nothing's going to be perfect. Okay. But if it's fine, just go with it. Okay. <laughs> Until you make a mattress mount and die. I think, I so do think you're that right. has to be okay. If the average fall is 48 feet, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you're not including the weight of the mattresses that would collapse on her though. Okay. A mattress, an average, how tall, a mattress is 8 to 12 inches. So we'll go 12 just to give it that thing. So she, there were 48 mattresses. There had to be at least 48 mattresses there. How much she does a mattress weigh? You feel a pee through the 48th one. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah, that's pretty, I mean, you know at some point she's lying, right? Like, is she, like, it's got to just be for the attention, right? So we'll go low end that a mattress weighs 50 pounds, right? Is that's that the low end? end? I guess, yeah, that's it's probably about 50 right. 50 to 150 pounds. Jesus so, how many y'all rocking 150 pound mattresses? So assuming that she laid on top, slid off, and every mattress shot up in the air like a fucking spring-loaded rocket off this pee and landed on top of her, that's 2,400 pounds of mattress she got crushed under. Seems right. I mean, yeah, it would, I mean, she, for sure, the, 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 the story lines up here as far as how she's going to die. Uh, or why she died. I, you know what's going to suck, though, is if she didn't die at all. We, I made that up. And now our whole plot of this book is I'm, fucking wild. I think Do you're not right, look it up, I will fight you. I don't understand. I'm not going to look it up. I'm saying I think you're right. Though. I think that this is one of those, like, the moral is, like, specifically, don't be such a whiny little bitch. <laughs> like, don't, don't complain to that extent, right? Like, just understand it can't be perfect. And we're going to move on. Do you think that's a moral of Goldilocks too? No, because she the- gets everything she wants every time. She finds one thing is, you know, it's either too hot or too cold and finds the perfect thing. And then you. But then it. she does get got by some bears. I don't know. We don't know if she gets, that's the thing is I, I want to believe she for sure gets murdered. If this is grim, you know, she gets got by the bears, right? I would have to assume that, but I don't, once again, this is, I don't know why these stories are escaping me. I just know like, by the time they got to us, they had been so watered down because I don't apparently like German kids in the 1800s could really handle some tough metal shit. And we in our delicate constitutions just can't. But they definitely were murdered. Like every message was like, or ravens will eat out your eyes. You know, like it, it could go this way. You could be chill and you could just be cool and awesome or Ravens will eat out your eyes. Yeah, I think the message of Goldilocks is definitely like, hey, man, if it works, or not Goldilocks, Princess if it works, just fucking ride it. Just go with it, man. It's not going to be perfect. Like, yeah. Also, it's it's like, the, you're lucky you have a mattress at all. But then again, too, like, I don't know. I, there is something about like, if like, if it does suck, though, and you really need some help, 
Like, get the help. Like, continue until you have what you're looking for. Though. Or just get the pee out from under there. All right. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I guess, I mean, it's bears. definitely much easier just to get rid of the pee than the, I mean, it, they're talking about a stone too, right? Like, we say pee, but like, it's like that a don't make no rock. damn sense. Yeah, the size of a pee, it's a rock. But Yeah, right. Okay, I just feel like, that don't make no damn sense. It just crushes. Under 2,400 pounds of mattress? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, it's, it's just a rock. That's we run the numbers on this podcast. I do the work. It's just science here, folks. Okay, this is I'm like that ESPN. There's like they do the ESPN thing where they, you know, show you like the stats of like how fast a football comes out and how like the odds of someone catching it. That's the shit you're getting right here, folks. Yes. The in-depth analysis. I'm locking ah. in Goldilocks and three bears. All right, I'll go with you. I'll go with Goldilocks too. Okay. So now we have Goldilocks going up against the Snow Queen. Here's what hmm. I'm thinking. I think Goldilocks and the three bears doesn't have enough meat to even make a Disney movie. Not even a Disney short. You know, they would have done that by now, Mm -hmm. but But when they did make a franchise, Nick, but when they did make the snow, they clearly took out the part. I'm wait. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's going to be a, there's going to be a frozen three. Maybe that is the one where Elsa turns and like, is truly evil and like really fucks up people's shit. But like, until then I, that's what I want now. Now that I know that I could have bad girl Elsa. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that there's fan fiction where I can find Bad Girl Elsa, but I want it on my main Disney. I want it on that main feed. I want Elsa being Bad Girl on main. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm once again. I think sometimes in this, what I'm finding is like it's my lack of knowledge that makes me more curious. And like Goldilocks right now has given me a lot of the like. What was the point? What are we? What was the goal? And because and also and I know that I know I don't know as much about Snow Queen either. But Goldilocks and the Three Bears is like iconic, right? Yes. That's like passed down. Many people know that story. The Snow Queen, obviously, Disney was, I don't mean to be rude, but maybe scratching the barrel a little bit, getting towards the bottom here. Because I agree with you, Cody. I don't think there's enough meat on the Goldilocks bone to make a whole story or a whole like 90 minute movie. And there was obviously more there for Snow Queen. You're, you're absolutely right. But in the cultural zeitgeist, Goldilocks definitely is above Snow Queen. I knew Goldilocks. We all know the tale of Goldilocks, except apparently me and Nick don't remember how it ends. But, but why do we know it? That's the part. It's like, why was that the one that we were told? Like, what was the moral and the message? Why was that passed down beyond a cool story about a chick who gets ice powers. Like that sounds way cooler. Yeah. And then kidnaps people. So it must've had a better lesson. I I mean, I don't know. No, I'm saying Goldilocks must've had a better lesson. Right. Yes. There's something there that we all like, if you ask people about it, they would be like, Oh yeah, Goldilocks, they they know it. So I, I, I gotta go with Goldie on this one. Oh, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm with you actually. Cause I think we pulled a hundred people in our fandom and said, do you know who Snow Queen is or Goldilocks? I think more would know Goldilocks. We might oh. get like, you mean Elsa for Snow Queen? No, we You're don't. Like, kind of, Queen. but not. <laughs> we mean the Snow Queen, the one who controls the snow bees. Yeah, that's in the book. There's snow bees? There's snow bees, dude. Wait, so wait, when they, when they sting you, know you do you freeze? I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> it's not my job. Yeah, not yet. I'm going to skip and that research. Because it didn't make it to research. Yeah, so, so I don't know. Up. I just, I'm out here talking about these snow bees. I'm. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, we got to go Goldilocks. I got to know. I got to know how this story goes. I got to learn it. Gotta I think learn this played out pretty point. well. This Final Four is looking all right with me. We did okay. I think we did all right here. And so we will go and do our research. We will go learn. We will read these fairy tales. We will come back with hopefully a little bit better understanding for what's going on in them. But that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to about your boys, as always, tell a friend, share with a friend. Wherever you see us on socials, comment. Uh, always happy to chat. And then uh, rate, review. Give us those five stars, please. Absolutely. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp 
pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16 team tournament that you'd like to see us do, like my beautiful wife sent in, email us to us at friendlycovenantspodcast at gmail.com. If we like it, we'll do it as a whole season. We'll give you a shout out every episode along the way. And as always, shout outs to Charizard for our intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. We got a final four Friday on the way. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs>